Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Wild Monday. Not just now, because normally it's wild. We have football to talk about. We got college basketball to talk about. The season starts tonight. Games all over the country, including three right here in the state of Kansas. You've got Kansas and Wichita State both playing at 7 o'clock. You have Kansas State going at 8 o'clock. Um, there are different lines, and I think these will settle in as we get closer to game time. So we'll check BetMGM throughout the day. But uh, CBS Sports right now is showing Wichita State is a 17.5-point favorite. Kansas is up at BetMGM, uh, so you can find them on there. Uh, a little more than I've seen them anywhere from 31 to 34-point favorite throughout the morning here. Um, and then Kansas State, I assume, will go up at some point today. Kansas State is a 18-point uh, favorite against UT Rio Grande Valley. All three of these teams, Tommy, have statements to make, I think, this year. Of course, you have Jerome Tang in his debut for the Wildcats and all the new players know Nigel Pack. They're trying to make a statement that they will not finish at the bottom of the Big 12 where they were predicted. Kansas is the defending national champion who, of course, lost uh, two guys to the NBA, lost all kinds of talent. They bring in one of the best freshmen in the country, a guy we saw play high school basketball in Grady Dick. They've got their own statement to make. Oh, by the way, they don't have Bill Self for the next four games. And, of course, Wichita State. They had transfers all over the place. NIL got put in place. They brought in some talented guys. It certainly got better as the offseason went along than it began. They're 17.5-point favorites tonight. Of all three of these, Tommy, which do you think— I guess what are you looking the most for tonight? Who who has a chance to make the biggest statement to you tonight? I think Kansas State has the biggest— potential to make an impact there is so much unknown um about the wildcats this year and you know jerome tang it's going to be interesting to see in one off season um what he's able to put together with this squad um and so i think that they have the potential to be better than what the preseason predictions say um i don't know how much better like i don't know if we're talking about the difference between last in the big 12 and you know, eighth in the big 12. I don't exactly know like how, like what their ceiling is, but I think he's got an opportunity to make a statement here early on um, and, and watch his brand of basketball and what made him so successful as, you know, part of Scott, Scott Drew's staff at Baylor for a long time, uh, bringing that brand to Kansas state. There's been so much off season excitement in Manhattan for Jerome Tang. Uh, and so I wonder if that means the expectations have changed a little bit. Um, or if there will be um, a result that basically makes the fan base think, all right, yeah, we were excited, but there's still a lot of work to be done. So I think that's probably kind of where I'm looking at the biggest, you know, potential uh, to have, you know, a, a statement out the gate and what that looks like for Kansas State. Let me, I, I think for me, and my answer is Wichita State, and I'll, I'll tell you what, Kansas doesn't have Bill Self, and we got to see the new faces. I don't have much doubt that Kansas will be in contention for another Big 12 title. What, what that means, you know, you know, with Baylor and Texas and Texas Tech always in the mix and all of these other things, I don't yet know what that means, but I don't have much concern about Kansas no matter what. They could lose tonight, and I wouldn't have much concern about Kansas. So I'm not as worried about that. Don't like, By the way, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying. like, I, No matter what happens tonight— I don't, I don't need any sort of statement from them yet. 
I I think that Kansas State is going to roll, and I think they're going to look better. Uh, I think I saw enough in the exhibition to make me think they're they're better than anybody thought. And and I'm not saying anybody was incorrect by picking them last in the Big Twelve by any means whatsoever. There are too many unknowns, but I think they did get enough talent brought in there. I think they're going to be fine too. It, it'll be nice to see them make a statement. And and yes, there would be concern if they don't. Wichita State to me is an absolute unknown, Tommy. I, I like when I say I have no idea what to expect. I, I mean I have no idea what to expect. I, I really don't. I expect Craig Porter to be good. That's that's it. As far as my expectations for Wichita State this year, that's it. I just expect Craig Porter to be good. Any other outcome, I could see it, right? I could see them vastly overachieving. I could see them vastly underachieving. I I mean, I could see all of it. So tonight, as they come in and open things up, when they have a roster full of guys we know nothing about, I mean, we've seen Xavier Bell in high school, right, when he played at Andover Central, but we don't know anything about the rest of this roster outside of the fact that Craig Porter is going to need to be like all-conference good for Wichita State to reach any sort of goal this year. And I think he can be, by the way, um, based on just things that we're hearing about how things have gone. Central Arkansas, they come in. The Shockers have a big opportunity tonight. I think it's I think it's the biggest need for a statement. And, you know, it, it's just the total unknown of this season for Shocker basketball is fascinating to me. You had the overachievement of year one of Isaac Brown. You had the underachievement of year two of Isaac Brown. And now we get into this third year, and I don't know where it goes. I mean, they they weren't picked well, so it's going to be hard to underachieve. There's not just not a whole lot of room to underachieve. But I do think with with, like, if they come out of the gates and look great tonight, it will probably change our perception and our expectation right here out of the gate of what we might think right now. But even if they don't, at least for me, I don't think that changes my perception whatsoever of the, the Shocker basketball program moving forward. It's November. It's early November. Right. And they have, they, they, they have to replace so much production. But if they come and, out stale, don't, don't you think that that's going to worry you more than if Kansas State or Kansas came no. out stale as far as no. how good they could be? No. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, you're you're putting a significant amount of of pressure on the shoulders of Craig Porter, who I think can respond. I think that he can respond and be the unquestioned leader of this team, and I think he knows that. I think he knows that that is going to be his role this season. But there is so much newness in this program; it's going to take some time for this team to come together. We know the talent level of Xavier Bell. Uh, and, and we know the production that some of these other guys like Gus Okafor and Jaquan Walton and what they've been able to bring um, from their previous schools to Wichita State. But we don't know yet how it's all going to gel together. We don't know yet if it's going to take one game, five games, ten games. We don't we don't know that. And so I feel like and I'm going to I'm going to go on record right now on November 7th before the Shockers open up their season. My opinion only, and there might be a lot of people out there who disagree with me, but my opinion only, there should be zero pressure on Isaac Brown 
as it relates to his job status moving forward with Wichita State going into the season because there is so much unknown. There is so much uncertainty. I feel like it's going to take time for this to work together. Yeah, there was an overachievement in year one and probably an underachievement in year two. And now you wipe the slate clean and you've got so much newness in this program. I'm willing to give it some time to, to see if it works. I'm going to tell you, Tommy, right now, as somebody who's been on this show for the last calendar year and the last season, uh, people will disagree with you. I because know, I was, I I was that. A- absolutely on an island there last year as things went the way that they did. I, I thought that there was an overreaction early. What What's happened here, Tommy, I think, is that a lot of people didn't know, didn't believe that Isaac Brown, even with everything, and I'm not one of these people, but the, you know, the other side of it is people didn't think he should have been hired as the full-time head coach to begin with. Now, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I think what they did in that first year was remarkable considering what they dealt with. Um, I think that his reputation in the program and the support he has from ex-players is unquestioned, but what happened last year was they couldn't find any offense after Tyson Etienne, you know, lost a step basically. And I don't know that they were able to recover for that from that. And I think people for whatever reason thought that was an unforgivable sin. Now, I don't know. I know that that seat was going to be hot. I don't know how hot it is with Kevin Saul. Um, he's not going to, well, I wouldn't ask him. We'll ask him Wednesday. He's not going to tell us directly. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's interesting. I'm with you, but if it's not good, like if it's really bad, that's going to be a problem. You know, if they, you know, if they finish in the bottom of this league, that's probably not going to bode well. Now, yeah. So I'll I'll qualify. Let me qualify my 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 statement a little bit here. Like, yeah, if they if they finish in the basement of the conference, okay, that's a little bit of a different story. If they have you know, a terrible non-conference win and lose games that they should win. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I get that. I understand that. The other thing to keep in mind, you know, a, a, as you mentioned with Kevin Saul is that he's not, he didn't make the Isaac Brown hire. Nope. And you know, so th- that's always a little bit different when you've got a new athletic director coming in and, you know, maybe keeping track of and not maybe, but definitely keeping track of where that program is. I get that. I understand that. But right now, as it stands, I don't have any concerns at all about Wichita State. It's not that I'm I'm uber confident in the Shockers, right. but to your point, it's just we don't know. We don't right. we don't know, and so why pass judgment? I know it's kind of our job on this show, but it why is. pass judgment when you have literally no idea? So I, I don't have any concerns right now. I guess they play this game against Central Arkansas tonight. And yeah, you can assess it from there, but it's it's the first game with a brand new slate of faces on your program. I think it's going to take some time. It's it's all very interesting, and not to rehash everything we talked about consistently last year, but you know it did not go well for Greg Marshall those first years in the program. It got better, right? It was improving from not being good at all, but it's not like that he came in instantly and was going to the final four that took some time and it's also not like at the end there things weren't going poorly they weren't reaching tournaments and they you know some of these things were happening and players were disgruntled and then you had obviously the the scandal that happened anyway um so the the for me last year it was always Isaac Brown deserves the same amount of patience that Greg Marshall had the only difference though is the expectations 
from day one are so much higher because of the recent success of the program. And I get that. I do understand that. Isaac Brown was playing from behind in the recruiting world last year and even to some degree in the transfer portal because the NIL stuff wasn't set up for Wichita State yet. Now that it is, we quickly saw them bring in some what we think are talented guys right through the portal. I really think uh, that they need to get Colby Rogers out of Siena. And I don't know. Taylor Eldridge has had some good reporting on that. He was coming in as a shooter. They need that. Um, so I don't know what that situation is. But they certainly got better. I, I just It's too bad that you, you, we didn't get the full NIL component up. Because I do think this. And this is where I think there's going to be pressure. I think that Wichita State, and I don't know that we've talked about this since you've come on here full-time, Tommy. I think Wichita State is potentially a sleeping juggernaut in college basketball. Because in the NIL world, where we know this fan base has ponied up, basically, to make Greg Marshall, at the time, one of the top five highest-paid coaches in the country as a mid-major coach, that same base exists, right? You've got NIL opportunities now for a school that doesn't have to take care of football players. So there's a school and a and a base and a donor base that is willing to raise funds and an opportunity that you don't have to pay football players. That's a big opportunity for Wichita State. And they'll sell out every game. I think it's all there. All the pieces to that juggernaut are there. So that does add pressure to it being good right now. The circumstances individually and uniquely, I, I, I it's – it is an unknown, and we saw the guys leave, and we saw Craig Porter come back only after NIL got set up in time. But, you know, there was there was a lot there for Isaac Brown to have to deal with again, you know? And so I, it is hard to set expectations. We got to see him play well on the court, though. Yeah, they can't be a, a fickle donor base, though. I mean, how many people... When everything went down with the Greg Marshall situation, how many donors and fans they were left mad. the program? Like, we're, we're done. Were I get it. I understand why. It was, there was a lot of controversy going around, but maybe not giving Isaac Brown a fair shake, a fair shot. I think that's legitimate, too. I think it both is. things can be true at the same time. They so absolutely I feel like can be. If you want to be a sleeping juggernaut, I get it, and I think that the potential is there. But, man, like, look at what you have in front of you right now, and let's go out there and, and try to support NIL. And, and have Wichita State get the best players possible with the program and the coach that they have right now. That part is on Kevin Saul. Um, it certainly sounds like, from what I hear from people that follow the program, that people are generally pretty happy about that. What we got to see from Isaac Brown now is just coach up the players that are there, right? Exceed expectations. I think that's got to just be the goal. Just exceed expectations. We get it all going tonight. Man, I can't believe it's college basketball season. A uh, little bit of NFL news just coming down the wire. A coach has been fired. We'll tell you which one when we come back.